0: You are listening to the Mead Musings podcast, the platform we talk about disabilities, critical illnesses
1: and mental health. This podcast is hosted by
0: <inaudible>
1: a resilient critical illness survivor, sit back and listen to truly inspiring men and women share their journey, struggles, pains and strategies for excelling in life despite debilitating circumstances.
0: Welcome to another episode of the Meet Musings podcast. My guest today is Pramit Bhagava. He suffers from partial blindness and he is based in Delhi in India. So welcome to my podcast, Pramit. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Let's just delve into the story straight away. Let's start with an introduction, please. How long have you been partially sighted?
1: All right. So first off of my life, I was actually somebody with a normal vision and the usual dreams of getting good education, getting a job and so on. So I'm actually a computer engineer who did an MBA and then I've worked with global companies like Unilever, Motorola, Quest Diagnostics. And it was nearly 20 years back when uh, I was given a drug for uh, some rheumatic uh, joint pains and that reacted on the retina. And overnight my vision dropped uh, drastically and it was so sudden, it was like a freakish reaction. And uh, I, I don't know, but, uh, you know, my vision just dropped, uh, like I said, practically overnight. And uh, I could still get some correction at that time. So I continued working with these companies. And what, what when it really hit me was about nine years back, when my vision so, all of a sudden again started dropping rapidly. This time there was no correction. And all of a sudden, everything was getting wavy. I couldn't read anything at all. How, howsoever big the font size. And... Uh, All the, you know, there were all kind of fears in the mind, all devils in the mind. And I was almost two and a half, three years just sitting at home, uh, really doing nothing and being really dependent on everybody around me.
0: Oh, that's such a disheartening story because you, a very active person, as you said, you were working with multinationals, with different um, IT companies as a computer engineer. And all of a sudden, you wake up and you can't see anything. How did that make you feel? Uh,
1: so you know uh, now. Uh, okay, when I now I'm uh, talking, when I look back, <laughs> right. So I'm I'm probably being a little wiser. I think if I look at my own case now. Now I'd like to share that uh, I've spoken to a lot of people, and you know what, like this two three years of lost phase is not something unique to me. I think a lot of us go through it. But I can tell you from my experience that, you know, where I think I made a mistake was that uh, I was sort of not accepting where I was at that point in time, where my vision was, and therefore what am I capable of, and what are the new things I can do? I try to live in the past, so I I would you know often try and put myself in the shoes of you know working still in that multinational office, and uh, you know, and then I'll suddenly worry, oh boy, how will I look at Excel sheets? How will I look at PowerPoints? and you know that suddenly drove, drove up uh, fear, like i said and uh, you know once the devils in the mind take over then you know everything about uh, this can happen to me that can happen how will i do this and suddenly i lost confidence and the way i came out of it is also interesting because one friend actually uh, asked me point blank that look you're living in the past what is it that you really want to do now And the moment I started thinking and, you know, I realized that my inner voice was probably already telling me that what is it that I wanted to do, but I was probably just not listening to it. The moment I started listening to the inner voice, I got my answer and I sort of moved on with life.
0: How did you feel at the time when you woke up and you realized, okay, you couldn't see as an IT engineer, you just said like, like you couldn't imagine not being able to work with your spreadsheets and the computer.
1: Uh, Okay, so initially, I think uh, it just, uh, uh, call it disbelief, call it, uh, you know, that I just don't get it, you know, why this happened. So I think it was that phase in the beginning and then you make the rounds of doctors and typically, uh, you know, for my condition, because like I said, it's reaction of a drug. So doctors really had no idea other than they were themselves would say in disbelief, I can't believe it that you lost so much vision and you didn't realize. So, but they didn't didn't really have any uh, cure for it or they didn't have a prognosis as to, you know, how how this will go on in future. So all they could tell me was that, look, if you're lucky, it will probably stay there or it might uh, go down. So therefore, doctors were not much of a help. And I think, uh, you, you know, the family wants to help you, you know, but then how I process it is my choice. How I want to deal with it is, you know, how I process it in my mind. And uh, I think the problem was all there. And uh, I think I just got shaken up uh, a bit too much. Let me put it this way. And, you know, like I said, the then the fears uh, take over and so on.
0: Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, sometimes you experience things and it just shakes you up and uh, you don't know how you react until you're actually in that situation. How did you go about doing the office work that you were supposed to do? How were you able to carry on?
1: See, I could carry it on up to a point, uh, but like I said, uh, that phase when, uh, you know, nine years back when it suddenly dropped. So at that time, i had actually stopped working because I, I realized that my vision will keep on dropping. So at that time, I wanted to do something on my own. And... It just so happened that I started uh, working on that startup and then, you know, suddenly the vision dropped very, very fast. I I think that was uh, really uh, the phase when I really struggled because on one hand, I couldn't really do justice to the startup because I had a co-founder and she got married and she moved on in life and uh, suddenly, uh, you know, I was, I found myself sitting at home and, uh, uh, just complete loss of confidence, uh, honestly, at that time. So um, so th- it was not an easy time, let, let me put it this way. But when I look back, uh, like I said, it was all probably because of uh, living in the past.
0: Oh, thank you. Yes, I imagine it would have actually, it would impact on your confidence level, knowing that you have to rely on others and you're not going out to work. And you still have your bills to pay. You got family? Are you married?
1: Yeah, I, I am married. Uh, yeah. So I have uh, I have two kids as well. So, like I said, the family was trying to be helpful, but uh, you know, uh, what's going in my mind only I knew, <laughs> and the problem was more in the mind.
0: So, how did you get out of that um, experience in your mind? What are the things that you did after you processed it in your mind?
1: Yeah, so I think uh, a lot of people help me because sometimes what happens when you get caught in this kind of a, you know, I would call it like a bubble because you're not really interacting and you start sh- shutting yourself off from uh, uh, people outside. But fortunately, in my case, there were few friends which are very forthright. So like I, like I said, one of the friends just asked me, OK, stop living in the past. What is it that you really want to do? So when I, when I started defining what I really wanted to do, you know, some friends came in forward and wanted to help out. I think the other thing which another somebody gave me an advice and I thought it it was a great advice and I would like to share it. And, uh, you know, when I was being overtaken by fear, uh, you know, he said, look, why don't you look at fear right in the eye and uh, ask yourself a question, what is the worst that can happen to me? define that verse for you and then see how you feel so I actually went through that process and when I defined that verse that verse didn't sound very bad (laughs) so I said oh if this is the worst, then you know I can deal with it so suddenly you know what I realized was suddenly the fears disappeared I could take risks I could move out because I said okay if that is the worst it's acceptable now I can I move on with life and this is really what uh, you know these two things really helped me get out of it
0: Oh, all right. So you confronting the worst fear that you could ever have was what helped you to get out of the worst case scenario. Do you have any kind of support available to you right now? What's the support system? Is it family? Is it friends? Is it um, assisted technology? Because I know about job access that helps with speech and then jaws that's the one that is used to browse the internet do you have any other softwares or things that you use to help you with this new you that you have actually been able to accept
1: right so about nine years back when i was in this lost phase so of course there was a lot of support from friends and family Uh, and I was, that was a time when I actually started uh, trying to use uh, screen readers. And honestly, the initial experience weren't great because the first time I used a screen reader, I thought my screen has got locked because all the gestures are different. I had to go onto Google and, you know, get out of the screen reader. So, but slowly, you know, so I didn't really have outside of that any other support system. I just learned things on my own. I just figured it out on, the, on my own. So, for example, uh, Windows has a screen reader called NVDA. Nobody told me. In fact, I was just uh, browsing around, looking for software for blind, and I thought this name NVDA sounds interesting. So I said, "Let me try it out." Suddenly, you know, I found oh, it's a it's a great help. You know, so my my journey has been therefore a lot of uh, discovery in that sense. And honestly, I didn't even try and figure out. So there are in India a lot of blind organizations, a lot of people who can support uh, support you. But, uh, I mean, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I I was just doing things on my own and, uh, you know, just sort of kept on moving uh, as I kept on using technology. And I think uh, the moment you start using technology, it does give you a lot of confidence because suddenly you realize there are a lot more things that you can do on your own and particularly with your mobile phone, where there is so much, uh, you know, which can, do, uh, there are so many apps and they can do a lot for you. Uh, so so that that really helped at that time.
0: Oh, all right yeah you mentioned the, the apps that can help you can you name some of them that you use personally and how they are able to help you
1: okay so basically uh so i'm pretty handy on uh, my desktop uh, computer so there, there i use nvda primarily i use a magnifier also the windows magnifier if i have to you know, I mean, once in a while, uh, you know, uh, th- that helps me out. But otherwise, the primary reliance is on, uh, 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 on the screen reader, NVDA. Uh, I have both Android and iPhone, and I use uh, the built-in uh, screen readers. And, of course, then the app that I built which is called Louis Voice Control. That, uh, that today, if you ask me, that is the one which is really working for me. So today, a lot of things I can do with just voice commands. I don't even need to touch the screen. And that gives me a lot of flexibility to do things as well as, you know, the learning curve is just not there.
0: Oh, yeah. I really appreciate that. Yes. All you need is your flexibility to know that you are able to do things, to know that you are still in control of your own life, and you are still able to move around and navigate your own world and the world at large. And also, this also helps you to cope with the anxiety level because initially you said you were just like anxious, you were panicking, thinking, oh, how am I going to be? Well, am I going to be able to work with these spreadsheets?
1: Absolutely, and I, I think uh, I, I think like I said, uh, a uh, because you could I could look at fear in the eye, and I often try out this technique. So I, I've seen that it just you just helps you come out of that and i think that as you gain confidence and as you start using the tool as i start doing things on my own on, on my own like for example now i, I freely move around in uber uh, i don't really depend on anybody they don't have to pick me up or drop me and so on so a lot of that independence gives you that confidence and then of course when i did my own startup and uh, you know started uh, and like i said started building louis voice control so you know so that gives you immense confidence and, uh, you know, suddenly you feel that, look, uh, uh, you know, you can do so many things on your own. So there's nothing really which is, you know, keeping you uh, behind or, uh, you know, trying to block uh, your movement forward. So, so so that confidence is, I think, what is really the key to it.
0: OK. And you've talked about your startup a few times. What is that startup about?
1: Okay, so basically what I'm trying to do is uh, really uh, building an app to solve my own problem. <laughs> so we, I'm building an app, which is essentially uh, bi- being built, keeping a blind person in mind who cannot see the screen at all. So the concept is very simple. Can I just give voice commands and do everything within a popular app or, you know, within the various phone settings, etc., all with just voice commands. So this startup has been there for almost, I've been working on it for the last four years. Uh, the product is called, the app is called Louis Voice Control, currently available in Android, but we'll be getting it out for iPhone as well. And uh, like I said, it, you know, the concept is simple. Just Just give voice commands and control your phone.
0: Oh, that sounds like a really nice thing to do. I'm sure even people that are not blind will want to use the app because right now the world is leaning now towards apps that use speech recognition and voice commands. Uh, If I could actually talk to Alexa, Alexa, do this, switch up the lights and and Alexa listens. So it's built around that same type of technology. And I think it's going to be a very tremendous uh, thing if it works very well with other technologies like uh, Apple, like you said. So that's going to be a very great thing. Is this inspired by your experience with blindness?
1: yeah absolutely uh you know because uh but there were a couple of people who helped me on the way so like i said you know by the time i was gaining confidence and it was a top executive at a venture capital company who put in this thought because he heard my story and he said why don't you build apps for visually impaired people like uh, yourself and you know i had already you know i, I told you the story about my earlier startup the last thing on my mind was to go on to another startup right it's not easy to get into new startups especially tech startups so when When I asked him, what about ecosystem? He said, I'll help you. So that helped. And then I must tell you about the story of, you know, how the inspiration came. I had actually gone to meet a friend who on the way back, he took my smartphone and he said, why don't I book Uber for you? And he asked me, where do I want to go? I gave him my destination. He put it into Uber and he said, Uber is showing these four options. Which one to choose? I said, take this one. Similarly, he told me these are the ride options. These are the fares. I selected one. So so on, he did the booking for me. He even called up the driver for me. And on the way back in Uber, I just thought that was a great experience. Now, as a visually impaired, not only was I getting convenience, but then I want to be independent. I want to be in control. And I just thought that if I could build a virtual friend right there on the phone screen which will do exactly what my human friend was doing which will you know just do a two-way continuous voice interaction with me which will allow me to do each and everything within a supported app which will do continuous hand holding the kind of hand holding a, a blind person requires and i said uh, you know and that is how you know i got inspired to build uh, louis voice control
0: oh thank you so much yeah before you built the Louis voice control how did you manage with your day-to-day activities without Louis, without having to depend (laughs) on uh, voice control how were you able to go about maybe going shopping or picking up the correct items when you are in the store you know what are those things that helped you to do that
1: okay so shopping i had to do because i had no option my wife forced it on me she said you are the one who have to go out and <laughs> get the vegetable veggies and the fruits and so on all the grocery so the way i i would do it is a i would of course go to one or two places only where you know i knew the you know how to sort of move around and uh, um, you know Some of the things I could pick up on my own, so some fruits, vegetables, because the way I select fruits and vegetables is I'm not depending on my site. So I tend to pick up every piece and just feel the texture and that will tell me whether it's uh, fresh or not. Uh, So that was a technique I sort of developed and I was mostly okay. Because I never got, uh, you know, scolded by my wife that, you know, what kind of veggies have you got? Uh-huh. So I think I was doing okay there. But, you know, the trouble used to come when I would look for, you know, so I my wife will typically give me a list and I'll, you know, let the screen reader read it out and anything new. Then there there was no option but to, you know, catch hold of somebody and request for help. Often the guy would, you know, because he wouldn't know my case, he will say, oh, go there, go to that aisle and you'll get it. i will say, no, 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 no. You come with me, pull this out for me. So, you know, the good thing is uh, because I was going regularly every week uh, to to one or two particular places, I think after a while they knew. So they will after a while come on their own and say, okay, do you need help with somebody Something. So then I got smarter. I'll pick up fruits, vegetables. I'll give the list to another guy. I'll say, go get all this for me. That used to save me time. So I I guess, you know, basically you then try and, you know, figure out uh, smart tricks and uh, modify, uh, you know, the way you would shop.
0: Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes, I imagine it's really going to be very difficult going about normal day activities, especially when people don't know that you're blind or you're partially sighted, especially in a very busy place like India where the bikes are like very fast. Everything is so fast and even crossing the road, I imagine is going to be very terrifying for you. For someone with foresight, you have to be very careful. (laughs) Otherwise, you get knocked down, you know.
1: Yeah, but you know, know, people really are helpful on the road. That I can tell you very confidently. I mean, uh, so, you know, so like, for example, uh, I have seen some uh, blind people who are not comfortable asking for help. I have always felt that, you know, whenever I need help, I just ask for it. And I have seen people love to help. I mean, uh, you know, they're really, and some people go really go out of the way. I mean, they will, you know, so for example, I was once, I had to, you know, there was an Uber strike here in India and I had no option but to take a metro. (laughs) And uh, metro, you know how it is, it's like the London underground. So it could be underground, it could be two stories up. And, uh, you know, often people will say, go in that direction. So the moment I'll ask for help, they'll actually come Take me there. And they'll say, okay, now just stay here. Metro will come walk in. You know, so the, so I mean, people can be amazingly helpful if, you, uh, if you're if you seeking help.
0: Oh, I, that's very good to know that there's still a lot of people willing to help. Sometimes, I mean, you're just not sure if you're asking the right person. And then sometimes you're just afraid to ask for help. Yeah. But definitely, I like the fact that you said you are never afraid to ask for help. That's really important. Everybody needs help once in a while. People are always willing to assist when you ask. So going back to your technology now, uh, Louis voice control, you said this voice control is able to do a lot of activities, but it does not help you when you're dressing up, does it?
1: No, 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 no. So right now, see, it's still work in progress, early stage. So, you know, before uh, I built Louie, uh, so I'll give you a couple of examples. So, for example, if you take Uber, uh-huh. I was still doing Uber booking, but, uh, you know, there was always uh, again, you know, I was never sure. There was this lack of uh, comfort whether I have put in the right destination or not, my pickup point correct or not, because that's automatically picked up and I had no idea how to check out, you know, where what, what it has taken as my pickup point. So often I I'll sit in uber and just reconfirm with the driver okay am i going here <laughs> he'll confirm yes so so you know so that, so that confidence was not there when i was doing it on my own uh and the other the example i'll give you for example i i was using whatsapp which is a bit like a messenger and often when people would write back to me i will reply with you know okay no thank you <laughs> <So> <laughs> minimal number of characters uh, and uh you know now with louis uh so suddenly you know life has changed because suddenly with uber i have complete control and it confirms back to me what is my pickup destination so everything i i know what's happening and i can change it i can do each and everything within uber just like any sighted person with just voice commands similarly on whatsapp i mean it's a it's a breeze to you know dictate messages so now you know i'm very different you send me one message i'll send you five long messages back so it's now you know becomes uh, very simple or I'll, I'll give you another example and it happens with a lot of people so a lot of people would want to come and meet me and they'll say share your location with me on whatsapp and i I had no idea how to do that so i'll tell them oh you this is my address put it in your gps and come back come on your own (laughs) now you know now i just have to tell uh, louis share location and it uh, goes uh, you know it goes to the person who wants it so it's uh, very very fast so uh, no, so the only things right now, it helps with is basically. So the thought is that, uh, you know, basically uh, today there's a smartphone, there are all kinds of apps, uh, which, uh, you know, various aspects of our life can today be done through apps on the mobile phone or the smartphone. So what Louis is really doing is uh, trying to uh, voice enable these apps. So for example, today Louis does Uber, YouTube, WhatsApp, contacts, phone calling, text messaging, phone settings, and there are series of more apps that we would be voice enabling next. So the idea is exactly what you said, you know, can Louis be that virtual friend, that integral friend, which can help me with all various aspects of my life.
0: Oh, I love that uh, idea that Louis would be the virtual friend that you need. And uh, maybe one day you get a clone that will be named Louis and will be able to do everything for you as well. I really Lane. like that idea. But um, in your own words, would you have any other advice for, for people when they are going through side laws or any similar conditions to yours
1: okay i i will i, I don't think i'm in a uh, you know i'm i'm sort of in any way uh, give advice to anybody but i can share my experience so i think uh, if i have to put everything in a nutshell i'll say three four points see number one is listen to your inner voice i think often that is telling us uh, what we should be doing Secondly, I would say that, uh, you know, and this has happened in my case, one faculty goes down, one physical faculty goes down, something else goes up and leverage that. So to figure out your strengths, figure out, uh, you know, uh, and like I said, inner voice and you, you one, one starts feeling, oh, these are the things I can do better. These are the things. So one doesn't have to follow the herd, which is what I was doing uh, or trying to live in the past. Uh Then, you know, the other things I mentioned, look at fear, uh, you know, what is the worst that can happen, fear will disappear. (laughs) And I think also I must mention uh, is that last eight, nine years, I also got into spirituality. And I think when you meditate, uh, you calm yourself, a lot of creative ideas, a lot of, uh, you know, you're really connecting with yourself and you get open to more divine forces helping you. So that has also really worked for me.
0: Thank you so much. I really appreciate you sharing that. Yes, it's great. You need to listen to your inner voice and be able to understand what is going on around you and uh, adjust yourself to be able to um, use the resources around you. Yeah. People who need the app, where can they get it? Currently, it's on
1: Google uh, Play Store. Uh, the app is called Louis Voice Control. Uh, one can just search for voice control. It will be there. And the Louis is spelled as L-O-U-I-E. So okay. Louis Voice Control.
0: Oh, okay. And uh, for anyone who wants to connect with you, where can they connect with you?
1: Oh, okay. So uh, the best way to reach out to me is uh, on my email, uh, pramit@louisvoice.com. at uh, louisvoice.com. Pramit is spelled out as P R A M I T. And Louis, like I said, is L O U I E. So it is Pramit at LouisVoice.com.
0: Oh, thank you so much. And uh, I wish you the very best with Louis. And I will actually be downloading the app myself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and please give me the feedback. That'll be really nice.
0: I will do, definitely. Thank you very much. Hope to hear more about Louis and the developments. future. Have you heard of the Newsly app? For the first time in the history of the internet the entire web becomes listenable thanks to the Newsly app. Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural way human voice newsly allows you to browse topics that you choose you can follow topics as specific as you like from sports science bitcoin or even the kardashians or whatever interests you newsly app will find you the latest articles and read them out to you loud, and clear in human-like voice. Newsly has podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries and your favorite podcast, The Made Musings Podcast, is there also. So, stop scrolling. Start listening right now. Download and use Newsly for free from www.newsly. Me or from the link in the description and use promo code the mid musings that I would also put in the description and you would receive a one month free premium subscription. What are you waiting for? Go download Newsly now. Please download and share with your friends and family and on social media platforms. We are available on Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Listening Notes, Podchaser, Pod Radio Public, Stitcher, Deezer, PocketCast, Himalaya, and anywhere you listen to your podcast. Please leave a review, comment, or feedback on our social media platforms on youtube instagram facebook and twitter and also on our website www.podbean forward slash midmusings.com thank you very much